What is up? Welcome back to God Drugs Laughs. I am your host, Rob Christie, and I'm here with <laughs> Bright and Grace. Say hi. Hi. Say hi. So Bright and Grace is joining me on the podcast for a little bit. Wanted to see what the whole process is like. Um, thanks for being back. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to have a little bit of some distractions. Uh, tonight, I am kind of flying solo. Not kind of, I am, other than Brighton being here. And I'm just going to answer some questions off the cuff. I pulled up top questions, and I'm going to go in order and answer the questions. Hopefully, that'll be entertaining or will let you know who I am a little bit more. So, let's get to know our guest. Let's get to know our guest. Well, let's get to know our guest. Your name is Rob Christie. How are you, Rob? Hello. I'm good. Just kidding. I'm not going to do the dual voices. But let's get to it. I'm going to answer some of these questions. And then for our topic of the week, we'll just kind of talk about what's been going on and what's been on my heart lately. And hopefully this will be a fun show. All right. Again, I haven't gone through these questions. I'm just going to answer them as we go. Number one is, who is your hero? Who is your hero? I don't know if I have like a certain person that I would say is my hero, which is probably bad. But I have people I look up to, obviously. My grandfathers, both of them, um, vastly different. But I loved and looked up to both of them. One of them was um, just a, a great loyal person. So I'll tell you a little bit about his story. He played football and he wanted to go to the University of Florida. And he went to a company that offered scholarships. So this was Win Dixie back in the day. So this is Win Dixie's heyday when they're the number one supermarket out there. And so he went and he met Jay Davis, who was one of the owners of Winn-Dixie. And, you know, he said he'd like to have the scholarship and they talked. And then my grandfather said, all right, I'll be back in four years to work with you. Because that was kind of the thing, like when you're done with the scholarship or done with school, you come back and you work for that company. But apparently nobody ever came back, you know, so Jay Davis didn't think anything about it. But then four years later, my grandfather showed back up and said, hey, I'm here to work. And they're like, who are you? And so uh, eventually he rose up the ranks of Winn-Dixie, becoming like J.A. J. Davis's uh, right-hand man. He brokered the deal to get Mayo Clinic here in Jacksonville. So he did a lot of really cool things, showed us a lot. And then my other grandfather, well, that grandfather that I was talking about was Thomas Bishop, and my other grandfather was White Christie. So one of the things I, I love about him is who he was and some of the things he changed. So my dad told me a lot of these stories, but my grandfather was a Golden Glove boxer. Uh, and one of the things that he loved to do, now this is when he was married with a couple kids, but he and his buddy would go to bars all across Jacksonville and they would intentionally start fights and fight the whole bar. And that was just what he did for a Saturday night. So he was, you know, a rough guy, 
But when I came around, he wasn't like that at all. I think my granny gave him an ultimative and said, hey, we can't live like this anymore. And so he really changed things. And I get any of my sense of humor that I have, I get from my grandfather, uh, Wyatt Christie. And so he taught me a lot. He died when I was really young. I was in middle school, which really sucked. But I'm so thankful for those 12 or so years that I got with him. He would do funny things. Like one day he painted himself into a corner where he couldn't get out. He had to wait for the paint to dry just to make us laugh. He'd do anything for a laugh. And um, he would sit at the table and just crack jokes and very much a comedian. And so I really much look up to him and, and how he loved, how well he loved his family and both of my grandfathers, how well they loved their family. So I'll say they are my heroes. All right, number two, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? If I could live anywhere, where would it be? I wish I could figure out what y'all's answers are. This would be fun if we could interact. But if I could live anywhere besides where I live, it would probably be, well, I've wanted to move to eastern Kentucky for a while, and we'll talk about that in a little while, but my in-laws live up there and they do a ministry up there. And so, you know, we go up there pretty often and we've met a lot of people from the ministry and, you know, have really come to love them. And and I always want to move up there, right, to just leave everything and go. I think it would be really cool, but um, we haven't done that. So, but that's one thing I would probably do if I could go live anywhere, Number three, what is your biggest fear? Hmm, What is my biggest fear? Well, I I guess my biggest fear is dying and, you know, Brighton not getting to know her father. So that is my biggest fear right now, which thankfully I'm in a very healthy spot and doing really well. And so I'm going to continue on that way. But that is my biggest fear, especially when I was struggling, you know, with addiction and things like that. And then finding out I'm having a a daughter, you know, wanted to be around for her. So thankfully that's what I'm doing, working hard and trying to stay on top of everything I need to do. Number five, what would you change about yourself if you could? Hello. Well, I mean, it's weird. If you look at my families, the Bishop side and the Christie side, my brother, he got all of the Christie um, looks, right? He still has long flowing hair, really dark skin, um, <laughs> where I got the other side. So I'm bald, pale. I can get tan, which people find interesting because I can be really white at times, but I can hold a good tan. But if I was talking about, you know, just physical stuff, I'd probably have hair. But I think the one thing I would change about me is that I wouldn't you know, be an addict, somebody who struggles with um, drug addiction and alcoholism and stuff like that. So that's probably what I would change about me just because that's caused so much damage in my life and in other people's lives as well. So that would be the big change. All right, man, we're well on our way. Number six, what makes you really angry? Oh man, I'm not a guy who gets angry a lot, but I think, you know, when I talk about things that kind of hinder my, I don't know. Let me, let me think about this. What makes me angry? 
I mean, you think about if anybody messes with my family, obviously I'd be really angry about that. But I guess what makes me really angry is if I haven't eaten, they call it hangry and your boy gets really hangry. And so hangry would probably be the <laughs> the one that I get angry at the most when I need some food, I don't have some food and something's going on where I'm prevented from getting food and I get mad at whatever or whoever that is because I like to eat, which by the way, just started healthy eating today. Oh man, I have, listen, at Publix, you can buy popsicles for $2.50 and you get a bag of like 40. I'm telling you, in the past two months, I've probably bought 10 of those bags. Killed those popsicles. It's kind of nostalgic. It takes you back to your childhood, but it's just over. It's just all around good. And then I ordered like a big old container of Lucky Charm marshmallows. I'm letting you into my life, okay? I'm letting you in. I'm letting you see a little bit. But I ordered a big, <laughs> big container of those because I love Lucky Charms, and I ate all of those. Um, so you know, my weight's gotten up there a little bit. So I'm going to drop a few pounds. I got two weeks until school starts. So, you know, that's a, a good thing. Like, oh yeah, I'll drop about five pounds before it starts. And overall, just start eating healthy again, because I don't know, I feel better when I'm I'm doing that. So I don't want to continue. Well, I do want to continue to throw multitudes of popsicles and Lucky Charms down my throat, but I will save it for next summer. That'll be a good thing. I can look look forward to next summer and eating all the popsicles that I can. All right. Let's see. What is your favorite thing about your career? So I've had two careers. I was a pastor, as many of y'all know. I was a lead pastor of a church here in Jacksonville, Florida. And my favorite thing about that was just being able to be around the people of the church and help them in their times of need and, you know, just helping them to know that they were loved and cherished. So I really enjoyed just the act of being around people, surprisingly. So it wasn't the preaching, it wasn't anything else, but it was just getting to know the church and living out the church like I thought it was lived out in the New Testament. And yeah, so just enjoyed that aspect. And my other one is pretty much the same is being able to pour into, you know, a lot of students. The thing I love about, you know, school, I get to pour into the same students every single day. So I get to know them, I get to know their families, get to know what some of their struggles are. And that just means a lot for me to be able to be there for them, to be able to, you know, model what I believe a man should be. (laughs) And not in the sense of I have the definition of a man, but, you know, one that's, willing to admit when he's done wrong, one that um, fights for the other person who, when injustice is happening, one that loves well and trying to model those things for them. And I tell you, one of the biggest breakthroughs I ever have with my students is when I mess up, right? I'm thinking of this one student, we'll call him Doug, because I don't have a Doug, but I was, you know, something was going on. It was one of those days where, you know, my, I had a short temper, which I don't usually have, but there's just a lot going on. And this kid, Doug, did something and I responded in a negative way, right? Didn't really like yell at him, but I raised my voice and it turns out he wasn't even the one who did it. And so afterwards I went over to him and I usually do this in front of the class and I, I did with Doug as well, but I said, hey, 
I, I apologize. I should not have responded that way. And I should not have done that. And that usually gets the biggest results in people because they go, oh, if my teacher can do that, then I can do that. And so it's just been cool to see students be able to take accountability for themselves and learn what that means. And I tell you what, they teach me more about life than I teach them. So thankful for that. But those are my two careers. I mean, I had other careers. Don't get me wrong. I had blockbuster video. You know what I'm saying? My favorite thing about that was I got free, five free movies a week. And we got the new releases before they came out. And then I also liked when <laughs> somebody would return. This is back when we had VHS, right? Uh, listen, I didn't come here to brag or anything, but I was at Blockbuster when we made the change from VHS to DVD, right? I'm just saying, I'm kind of a big deal. And I can't believe they're not here. We used to be so packed on Friday and Saturday night. It was insane how many people would show up. And now it's just a thing of the past. So RIP Blockbuster, you're missed. Okay, next question. You know what? I think I... No, I did answer that. Okay. All right. Next question. What is your proudest accomplishment? Um, Bright and Grace. Look, I made a baby. So she would be my proudest accomplishment. And yeah, I... You know, there's other things, obviously graduating from college and getting my master's degree and, you know, jobs I've had and and places that I've gone that I never thought I would go. There's a lot there, but I think Brighton is number one on the list for sure. What is your child's proudest accomplishment? Well, my child is only two years old, so she's lived a lot of life, but my proudest accomplishment with her is that now... Her preference when it comes to dressing is a diaper in her cowboy boots. And so she walks around all day in her diaper and her cowboy boots. And you know what? I think that is a huge accomplishment for me as a dad, for her to get to that point. So thank you very much. Um, I might write a dad book one day. So you too can have a child that wears only diapers and cowboy boots. Occasionally she takes off the diaper. You know, and that's Russian roulette, as you know, walking around the house like that. But we quickly try to put it back on her. All right. What is your favorite book to read? My favorite book to read. It's hard for me to like reread books, but there's been a lot of them that I've enjoyed. I think right now, this is going to sound cheesy, but it's like the big book from AA because that kind of addresses who I am and the things I struggle with and the answers to those things. And I love how the answer is always just surrender to God, surrender to God, Um, make sure you're not the one leading your life and that God is the one leading your life, you know, that God can do that far better than you ever could. And so that's the one I'm enjoying now getting into those. And, And if you've never had any experience with that, I recommend it to everybody you know, because it's about addiction. It's about things that are messing up our lives. And not just alcoholics and addicts have things that are messing up their lives, right? There's a ton of other addictions, which a lot of you have reached out and and talked to me about, which I've I've been humbled. But uh, I think that's definitely one that I would recommend. It's a good read. And it's crazy because before this book was written, 
they didn't have a clue how to help people with addictions, right? They would actually be committed into mental asylums back then. And so the fact that these guys, which obviously we would all in AA agree that they you know, were inspired by God to write this thing and how they wrote it. And then the millions that it's helped is just a lot of cool history surrounding that book and a lot of good life-changing info in it. All right. What makes you laugh the most? Man, what makes me laugh? I've been watching a lot of like YouTube videos because I started my YouTube page. So I'm trying to figure out what YouTube is because it's a younger generation thing. But what makes me laugh the most? I'm trying to think on that. I mean, I love watching people get pranked, right? You get scared. <laughs> I was watching one earlier and the wife put this like microphone into, it was kind of like, you know, the little speakers that you buy, but hid it into their bedroom. And one night her husband came in and it sounded, it was like a, a creepy girl ghost, like, Hello? Hello, will you help me? I think I'm dead. I don't know where I am. And so he's like creeping out, looking around. And then she comes in and screams at the top of her lungs and starts flicking on the lights up and down. Sorry about that. Starts flicking up the lights up and down. And uh, he just freaks out. So that's a funny one. I guess stuff like that, you know, humor. It has to be pretty good humor to make me laugh. Um but I'm kind of a, I don't know what kind of humor that makes me laugh. There's a word for it, but I can't think of it right now. And my alarm, sorry about that. My alarm went off because we are trying to grow grass in our backyard. And we are watering it. And so I got to go turn off the sprinklers. But you know what? I'm not going to do that right now because you're more important right now than the grass in my backyard. hey oh! All right, let's keep going. What was the last movie you went to? What did you think? You know, I see a lot of tough guy movies. Um, just kidding. I went to Where the Crawdads Sing. Now, that would probably be my favorite book right now. I read that book and I would definitely recommend it to everybody where the crawdads sing and then went to see the movie and it pretty much lines up with the book. But, you know, the book is always better because you get more details and really get more into it. But it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's kind of weird when you know what's going to happen because you read the book, but it was still enjoyable. And I would recommend you read the book and then go see the movie. Number 15. We are on a roll, baby. Number 15, what did you want to be when you were small? Well, the first thing I wanted to be was a garbage man. They would come around and pick up my garbage and I said, you know, I want to be a garbage man one day. And then I was sitting out in my front yard waiting for the garbage men to come to pick up our, our trash. And my brother walked up to me. He says, hey, you know what? And I was like, what? It's like, you know, those garbage men are really coming to pick you up. And I freaked out. I was like, what? Why do they want to pick me up? And I ran in the house. And I didn't want to be a garbage man anymore. But that's the one thing I remember telling my family and friends that I wanted to do when I grow up. I wanted to be a garbage man. All right. What does your child want to be when she grows up? She wants to be Moana. I will tell you that right now. Yes, she wants to be Moana. Moana, make way. 
I won't sing, but I know all those songs by heart right now. Her favorite thing to do right now is I go push her on the swing in the backyard and play Moana while she's swinging. So that's a lot of fun. If you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be? Well, if you could choose to do anything for a day. Hmm. I don't know. I think I would just want want to be invisible for the day. (laughs) I think that paints me as a creep, but I would use my invisibility to, or maybe want to read people's minds to see what they really think about me. Um, And one thing I've always been taught is that people aren't thinking about you as often as you think they are. So that's, that's a true statement. We often worry so much about, oh, I wonder if they like me or if they care about me, but they're really not even thinking about you or what you're wearing or what's going on. So that's kind of a, a free, a freedom thing for me. It really relieves me from, you know, all the fears that I have when it comes to, to people and wanting to people please and stuff like that. So probably be that. Yeah. Or, or to fly. That would be cool. I think I'd change mine to want to fly. I want to be able to fly and feel what that is like. I think we take advantage of, of birds. You know, we like forget that they're flying in the sky. Like they have wings. They get to see everything and how cool that is. And they've just always been around. So we just accept them. But I love watching birds fly and, and, and do their thing. So pretty cool. <laughs> didn't think I would give a shout out to birds, but there, there you go. What is your favorite game or sport to watch and play? So my favorite game to play or game to watch is football. Uh, I love football. I'm a Jacksonville Jaguar fan. We're holding tight. I think change is coming. Hopefully this is always the time where the Jacksonville Jaguar fan is very hopeful and excited because they haven't played a game yet. So we're like, maybe this could be our year. But I love watching that. And my favorite sport to play has always been baseball. So I, I play baseball probably a little under half my life. And I really enjoyed doing that. I went, I wanted to play football. But I don't know if they still do Little League football like this. But they would group you in based on your size, your weight. And so at like eight, I would have been playing with 12-year-olds <laughs> because of my weight. And I was like, I don't think I want to do that. That sounds very intimidating. So, all right, let's see. What's the next one? Would you rather ride a bike, ride a horse, or drive a car? Well, I guess I'd rather drive a car. Yeah. Drive a car. That's kind of a weird question, but that's what I would like to do. What would you sing at karaoke night? California love. That's what I would sing. 21. We are getting through these. What two radio stations do you listen to in the car the most? Well, mine are going to be sport, um, sport talk radio. So that's what I listen to in the car the most. If I'm not listening to that, I'm either listening to songs on my phone or a podcast. So those are the two. 22, which would you rather do? Wash dishes, mow the lawn, clean the bathroom, or vacuum the house? Definitely mow the lawn. Because I love, I went, your grass is high and you're mowing the lawn. You look back and you see it and you're like, yeah, that's what I did. I just did that. You know, it's a feeling of accomplishment. It's a dopamine hit in your brain. 
22, which would you, oh, I already read that one. 23, if you could hire someone to help you, would it be with cleaning, cooking, or yard work? Cleaning, cooking, or yard work? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I do. We do have cleaners come to our house. Now, before you think we're filthy rich, this is like once a month they come. So we get them to come and deep clean. So I guess I'd go with cleaning, right? That would be a, a good one. Larry, you better be quiet, boy. Larry the low rider. You know, he's he's been digging holes in the backyard. And I noticed that when I'm here by myself, he doesn't do that. So I think he's like frustrated with with uh, Brighton being around. That's what I looked up. They get frustrated. They're like, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to dig this hole, which is frustrating to me because I'm trying to grow grass in my backyard. And Larry the low rider... He's digging holes with his little little short legs, and I'm tired of it. Okay. If you could eat only one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? One meal. So many of you know that I gave up eating meat about a year and a half ago. But if I could go back to eating meat, I'd probably, I'd probably choose like a, a blue cheese hamburger some cheese fries from a place called Cruisers here in town with their ranch, and then 30 popsicles. That would be it. That would be my one meal. Blue cheeseburger. Give me some of those cheese fries from Cruisers, and I want two bags of those $2.50 popsicles at Publix. I know how to party, all right? All right, who is your favorite author? God, (laughs) duh. Um, No, I do have a favorite author. I I don't I have his name in front of me. He writes like, um, he writes, it's not like horror books, but it's kind of like scary books, novels and stuff like that. But I read a lot of his stuff. I just can't think of his name right now. I do apologize. All right. Next one. Number 26. Have you ever had a nickname? What is it? So my nickname growing up was Robbie. Everybody called me Robbie. So I was named after my uncle, Bobby, uh, who I didn't mention him as a hero, but he's a hero too. So he had muscular dystrophy. And of course, you're supposed to you know, not live very long, but he ended up living a long time for muscular dystrophy, especially back then. I think he was like 26, 27 when he passed away. But I proudly am named after him. And so he was Bobby and I was Robbie. Now, other names that I've been called is Too Cool McGee, um, Hot Stuff Steven. No, I'm just kidding. Nobody called me that. The other nickname I had was Droop. So in my street gang, I told you that I was in where we usually all we did was walk around the mall. But nonetheless, my nickname was Droop because I liked Snoop Dogg so much. And so I wanted to be Droop Dogg. I know. (laughs) Uh, The things us middle schoolers think up. All right. Do you like or dislike surprises? Why or why not? So I'm kind of 50-50 on this. Do you like or dislike surprises? Yeah, 50-50. Because sometimes I, I... I love a surprise when I didn't know something was happening. But then <laughs> other times, like if it's a surprise trip, I want to know where I'm going, you know, get ready, prepare my mind. So I'm kind of either way on that. Number 28 in the evening. Would you rather play a game, visit a relative, watch a movie or read? Huh. 
I haven't been staying up very late lately. I mean, it's like 8 p.m., which is kind of crazy. But, you know, I'm watching my daughter, which always sounds weird. I'm not babysitting. I'm just hanging out with my daughter. But watching her during the summer right now. And so I go to sleep pretty early. But I, I guess I would rather play, not play a game. I would watch a movie. It's either play a game or watch a movie. I'm not a gamer. There is one game I play a lot. My boys at school make fun of me. It's called Retro Bowl. It's football. And I play that game a lot. And they always say I'm trash, but I'm not. I'm pretty good. So either playing Retro Bowl or watching a movie. Sorry, Mom. I didn't want to hang out with you. Would you rather vacation in Hawaii or Alaska? And why? I would rather vacation in Hawaii because I like the beach. Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job and why? (laughs) Get out of here. Is that really a question? Would you rather win the lottery or work at the perfect job? I'd much rather win the lottery and then I can do whatever I want. So I tried to play the Mega Millions the other night and I've never done that. So I didn't know how to do it. I walked into a a gas station. I was like, hey, can I have a ticket for that 1.2 billion or whatever? And you got to have cash. And I didn't have cash. I had debit card. So unfortunately, I did not win. So thankfully, I know I wouldn't win because the guy printed out my tickets and they was going to use for somebody else. And there has not been a winner here in Jacksonville that I know of. All right. Number 31. Who would you want to be stranded with on a deserted island? Hmm. Who would I want to be stranded with on a deserted island? I don't know if I have the person in mind, but just somebody that's funny, witty, you know, that we could have a good time. Sorry if I didn't mention your name and you wish you were mentioned. I just, honestly, I do not want to be stranded on a deserted island. So let's just start there. All right. Few more. Man, I'm killing this. All right. If money was no object, what would you do all day? Man, if money was no object, what would you do all day? Um, You know, I don't know. That's a hard one for me. What would you do all day? I mean, probably hang out at the beach. You know, I'd have a beachfront house. So I'd probably hang out at the beach, probably do some online shopping on my phone. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, bless others as well because I love giving to others and that makes me always feel good. So I know that sounds kind of corny, but that's what I would do. Maybe I think I would do podcasting more, um, take it, you know, use my, my time more to do that and the YouTube page. So those are things I would do if I didn't have to work anymore or if money was no object. All right, number 33, if you could go back in time, what year would you travel to? If I could turn back time, i give it all. I don't know what she says. I think all to you. Shout out to Cher. What's up, girl? Uh, <laughs> I remember watching Cher back in the day, and she had like the thong on when she was dancing, and like her 13-year-old son was playing guitar next to her, and I was like, man, that's got to be really weird for her son. So... I don't even remember the question. (laughs) Oh, if I could turn back time. You know what I would like to do? I would like to go back to like fifth grade and know what I know now, right? And that's what I would love to do because there's a lot of things I would have done different. Um, I won't share all those here, but just career-wise and schooling-wise and yeah, just obviously 
bad choices that I've made, I wouldn't have done. All right, next one. How would your friends describe you? <laughs> Hilarious. He's so funny. He's good looking. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask them. One of the things I've loved about this podcast is having people on, and I've just been amazed at how people say I've helped them because I struggle to look at myself as that person. So it's it's been helpful for me to try to believe those people when they say that. So that hopefully that's, you know, what I would describe myself as somebody that loves people, helps people, um, and treats everybody kind of the same as they're special and unique. All right, let me move on before I cry. All right, what are your hobbies? Gosh, you know, I've been looking for a hobby. Right now, my hobby is playing Retro Bowl, as I told you, and doing podcasting. This is a hobby for me, so I enjoy that. And also making music, working on my new EP right now. And yeah, those are kind of my hobbies that I enjoy. I love watching TV and eating popsicles. What's up? Holla at your boy. Popsicles and TV? You call and say, hey, you want to hang out? I'm eating popsicles and watching TV. I'm going to be at your house for real. All right. Let's see. What happened? All right. We are going to 30. And we have already passed 30. So... I think I'm going to answer two more. Two more. How many pair pairs of shoes do you own? I own probably eight pairs of shoes, okay? I own them because I need flip-flops. I need sneakers. I need shoes to run in when I'm running. I need some boots for my clothes. Um, <coughs> and, you know, you need some alligator dress-up shoes, you know what I'm saying? Not really alligator, but they kind of look like that. All right, last thing. How many pillows do you sleep with? Oh, thanks for asking. Kind of personal. I sleep with two pillows. And so one pillow I have underneath my head and the other one I'm clutching. I hold close to my chest and that's what helps me go to sleep. You know, I'm, I'm going to answer the rest of these since there's not many more. All right. What's the longest you've gone without sleep? <laughs> I would have passed this one if I <laughs> if I had read it first. I, I think three days, um, three or four days, and unfortunately that was when I was high on stimulants. People, you know, often question how I'm still alive because I would. I think I was prescribed thirty milligram Adderall twice, so I would take that. I was supposed to take it twice a day, so I had sixty. Adderall pills at 30 uh, milligrams, and I would eat all of that in two to three days, my whole prescription. So that would obviously keep me up for three or four days, but it's not fun. You know, you start to see stuff that's not there. Things begin to move, you know, like objects that are just sitting there begin to spin. It's kind of a frightening thing. All right. Next one. What's the tallest building you've been to? It's so weird. What a weird question. What's the tallest building you've been to the top in? I don't know. Now that I think of it, I haven't been in very many tall buildings. It's a strange question. So I would say there's a building in downtown Jack's that my friend's dad used to work in. And we went up to the 13th floor. So the 13th floor may be the tallest 
building I've ever been in, which is really sad. So if you work or live in a tall building, invite me over because I'm going to come over. All right, a couple more. If you were a superhero, what powers would you have? I already said that. Um, Larry! I'm done with you. Sorry about that. I would fly. I would be invisible. Something to that nature. What form of public transportation do you prefer? Air, boat, train, bus, car. I prefer the boat, man. When I'm at Disney World, I got to take the boat, get to the other side. What's your favorite zoo animal? Monkeys? Easy. Monkey, monkey, monkeys. I love watching monkeys and what they do. How There was one time we were at the Animal Kingdom in Disney and these silverback gorillas were there. And so this big silverback gorilla was sitting on the hill. And these other gorillas, I learned that they wanted to take his spot, right? Like he was the top dog. And they were thinking about, yeah, I think it's my time to go up, you know, and throw them things with him, might maybe take over the spot. So these guys start creeping up on him. And that gorilla back monkey stood up on his two feet and let out the scariest scream you've ever heard and pounded his chest like 10 times. And those monkey or those silverback gorillas took off, and so did I, because it was very scary, but it was a really cool thing to see. All right. And the last one is how often do you buy clothes? Huh. I don't really buy clothes that much. I'm about to go on a school shopping spree because school's about to start in two weeks. We go back. So probably be two to three times a year. That's when I'm buying clothes. I keep clothes for a long time. So I'm not really into always having to, I like to look good, but I don't have to buy like really nice clothes all the time. So that was it for getting to know our guest. And I hope that wasn't dreadful. (laughs) I hope you're still here. So let's get on to our topic of the week. Here is your topic of the week. All right, our topic of the week is going to be kind of short and sweet, but I wanted to talk about this. There, uh, a lot of our family and friends are going through a really rough time. They live in eastern Kentucky, uh, Letcher County, I believe, which you know has been deemed a disaster zone or whatever they call it. But we love going up to this part of Kentucky, Lynch, um, Partridge, all around in that area, Whitesburg. So that's kind of where we go often, and I've spent a lot of summers up there serving at the ministry. So the ministry up there really helps out the people in that community. They are an old coal mining town, and a lot of people don't have jobs. They're working to bring in jobs and help people up there, which has been an awesome thing to be a part of. So I've been up there when they have had camps and and spoke at a few of the camps and was going to go this year, but unfortunately could not due to personal reasons. But I love going up there. It's such a different place in the in the mountains and such a uh, a, a nice place because everybody up there treats you like family. They care about you, and we care about them. And it's so sad to know that they are struggling right now. There are have been a lot of Flooding, as you've probably seen on the news, a lot of rain, a lot of flooding. Are my wife's parents? Their whole downstairs of their house was flooded 
with a few inches of water. So they had to cut vacation short because we were at the beach and went up there and cut a lot of the walls out and take everything out and the carpet. And they're the lucky ones. You know, there are some houses that are not even standing anymore. A lot of people that have gone through some horrendous things. So just want to send a shout out to them, um, all the people serving there at the ministry and all the people in that community. Just let them know that we're thinking about them, praying for them, and we want to do something for them. So next week I'll have a list of things that they need up there, water and different supplies that we can We'll probably just do, you know, an account where we can raise money like we did last time for Christmas and have money go into there. Probably find it on Facebook. So if you're a Facebook friend of mine, if not, go to Rob Christie. I am on there. You can friend me and you'll see the link up there to donate money to help the people of Eastern Kentucky. Um, They are some fighters, so I know they're going to come back even stronger. And it's cool to see already how the community is banded together to help each other. So just know we're thinking about you. We love you. And you have our prayers. And excited to see how God's going to use you to, to love on others up there. Here are our recommendations. So I'll give you a few since it's just me this week. I think I've recommended this before, but it's such a good television show. Uh, it's called Midnight Mass, and it is scary. So if you don't like scary shows, don't watch it. But it's just a really cool uh, premise for a show. All takes place on this you know island that's out in the middle of nowhere where people live. And it revolves around a church, around a Catholic church and this new pastor or father that comes to serve there. And it's a really cool movie, how it all plays out. And so I definitely recommend that. Man, the last two episodes of that freaked me out. So definitely check that one out. And again, one of the books that I read recently where the crawdads sing, I would recommend that. Check that out. Uh, it's a really good book. It's about you know a little girl who is stranded out in the marsh, um, no, has nobody. Like all of her family have left her in one form or another, and she learns to survive on her own. And then as she grows up, people look down on her, call her the marsh girl. And then there's a murder that takes place, and she gets blamed for it. And so she goes on trial, and you're witnessing all of this. So it's a really cool. Uh, book. I know it's a movie now too, but I'd recommend reading the book first. And I'd recommend the big book. The It's actually called Alcoholics Anonymous, the book. So I'd recommend you reading that no matter what you're struggling with. I know it says alcohol in there a lot, but you know, alcohol has never really been a, a huge struggle for me. Uh, more on the drug side of things, that that's a struggle. And so I always insert you know, drugs or whatever my drug of choice is when they say alcohol. So you can read that book and go through the steps. I mean, people go through it for weight issues, um, for self-worth. It's basically retraining your mind how to think in a positive way to to prosper, you know, and to find peace and to find peace and resting in God. So I always recommend that to people. And then other thing I mentioned is Retro Bowl. Boom, 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 If you like old school video games, I would recommend Retro Bowl. Um, I don't know where you can find it. 
you know, just Google Retro Bowl and I'm sure that will come up and you will find it there. It's a fun game. All right. So some of the stuff going on with me lately, I got school coming up in two weeks. So, you know, it's kind of weird going back to school after you've been off for so long, but thankfully I worked for the camp. So I've been around students and been around the campus. So it won't be such a change of pace, but I'm excited. I'm excited about a new year, excited about going in and meeting all of our new students and our old students. And it should be, should be a good time. It's weird. Like the first, you know, nine weeks or first 18 weeks are always a little weird readjusting and getting to know people. And yeah, it's just, you never know how it's going to go, but God's always in control of it. And he's really blessed me in, in my role as a teacher. So thankful for that. Other than that, ready for Halloween. What's up? Three months away. You know, I love Halloween and so is my daughter. Last year we couldn't get her to stop trick or treating. So We're going to have another fun Halloween this year. She'll be able to participate more. You know, we're weighing options when it comes to costumes. She likes to dress or act like she's a kitten, a kitty cat. And so might get her kitty cat costume, might be Moana. You never know. It might be, you know, a long shot. I'm really trying to get that spider costume for one of my dogs. If you haven't seen it, Google or go to YouTube and find um, just dog in spider costume so they let this dog run wild everywhere and like he comes out of elevators and i mean it is he looks like a spider it's just so funny but you have to check it out on youtube but that's really it happy healthy i'm doing well i'm missing my popsicles because this is day one of my diet but we're gonna overcome that so i'm gonna line up some people for interviews coming up so hopefully you won't have too many more solo episode. Uh Uh-oh, Brighton's back in the house. She just went to the store, went to Walmart. And it's good. She opened this podcast and now she closed it. Bye, Brighton. I love you. Come here. Here she comes. What'd you get from Walmart? You want to tell everybody what you got from Walmart? Say what's up, everybody. Say hi. Say hi, hi. Say, don't touch my booty. Booty? Booty! Booty! (laughs) Do you want to say anything else? You want to say hi to family? Hi. Oh, say thanks for listening to my dad's podcast. That's a lot of words. Can you say podcast? Podcast. Can you say thank you? Thank you. Thank you. So sweet. All right. Well, that's Bright and Grace. Rob Christie. Daddy. Yeah, Daddy. Daddy. Who is it? Hi, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Hi, baby. Hi. Right, are you a little kitten? Meow. 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 All right, we'll see you next week. Holler. Say bye, Brighton. Bye, bye. Oh, too sweet.